Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are talking about Lake Placid. Hell yeah. Lake Placid. <laughs> the crocodile movie. <laughs> had you seen this before? No, this is one that I had missed. That's wild to me because like my family, I think, was like this was in heavy rotation. Right. Like heavy rotation. I've seen this movie a bunch. I, do, I like I watched it for this, but I didn't really need to. <laughs> right. Like the VHS tape of Lake Placid. Is yes. Like I you. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this plot line. <laughs> and there's not much to it. No, honestly. there's not. <laughs> like that's the thing. I'm going to mention this right off the top. You know, we always do the check when you start watching movies for this. Like, what's this time commitment? And you're like. Three hours, son of a bitch! Like you know, like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. But take we do breaks. it because we love. We you. do it because we love you. Uh, and then I check this; it's an hour twenty, like oh. not even an hour thirty. Like absolutely humming along, a sub ninety minute movie. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And I, I appreciated that movie so much. This movie knows exactly what it is. I love that. There's I love it. it. Yes, you're right. It knows what it is. It's quirky. It's weird. It goes for it. It does yeah. fucked up things that I would say would be like, I, I don't know. It's got that like great B movie feel to it where it's like, yeah, this crocodile is going to jump out of the water and grab onto a helicopter and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it because that's why you come to see movies. Exactly. You come to this movie to see alligator versus helicopter or crocodile versus helicopter. Uh, <laughs> But you know what they don't do? They don't go up their own ass about it. No. Where they're like, no, it's really a B movie and it's going to be two and a half hours long and like mm -hmm. these elaborate. They're like, no, we have a certain amount of visual effects budget. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put the necessary amount of story in between it and it's going to work. And, and all the bits in between are going to be comedy and it's great. Honestly, I think visually it really holds up. It does, actually. I think, I think it really holds up. I think because it's an actual crocodile in certain... Not like not like an actual crocodile, yeah. but they, it's like a, they built the crocodile. Mm -hmm. It's a practical effect, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I, I think it looks great. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And guys, if you have not seen uh, Lake Placid, <laughs> well, just a quick rundown of it. There's not much to this movie. Uh, we start with... There's, a, there's the sheriff uh, uh, out on the lake with a guy who's like tagging beavers uh <laughs> so this guy dives down in a scuba thing and he gets eaten by a fucking crocodile and bitten in half and they're like they find a tooth in it and they're like what's going on um then uh the fish and wildlife guy shows up and they're gonna like okay get this thing and the tooth gets sent to this museum in new york city and that's where we meet kelly scott played by bridget fauna and she gets sent off to help identify this tooth uh, the, the Jack Wells is the fish and wild game, uh, wildlife guy played by Bill Pullman. Um, and the sheriff, uh, Hank Keough, uh, who's Brendan Gleeson. The cast in this is insane. It really is. Like, I, yeah. I, I honestly, I love Gleeson in this movie. I think he's awesome. He's really, they're all good. Actually, <laughs> yes. I'll yes. Say. They are all good. Uh, so they all show up and they're like, it's not a, it's not a crocodile. <laughs> it's not a crocodile. What would a crocodile be doing in this lake? Um, and then our very rich man, uh, Hector uh, Sear, uh, played by Oliver Platt, shows up in his helicopter and he <laughs> like hunts uh, crocodiles all over the world. And like by hunt, I mean like he seeks them out, not shoots them. He's very much against that, actually. Um, and they're so it's just this ragtime team that they really don't explain why these people are here. No, in no, fact, no, no. There it is doesn't a, matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. We just that know much. they don't all like each other. Yes. There is a running joke about Kelly. It's like where everyone's like, Why are you here? Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and uh, they go out in the lake and they try and like they're gonna dive down and try and attract the crocodile with a like a, a baby like the sounds of baby crocodiles in danger and then the crocodile shows up and it bites a deputy's head off um you know there's some clean like, out of the water clean just out of the water bites the head off there's some drama with you know kelly falling in the water also a running gag of kelly falling out of everything all the time <laughs> the whole movie <laughs> she's falling out of trucks she's falling out of boats she's falling off helicopters like she's just falling out of things all the time um so they're like okay that's crazy seer takes up his helicopter he's gonna go find where the crocodile lives Oh, and the crocodile tries to eat the uh, the helicopter, but they get away. And at some point, they go and they find this old lady who lives on the lake. They never explain who she is or why she's there, but it's played by Betty White. And she's claiming, oh, no, my husband died a couple years ago. He was sick. I put him out of his misery. And they're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Which, for some reason, they're like, all just, right. Whatever. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's not what this movie's about. <laughs> Uh, so later, uh, after um, they it's attacked some people, uh, they see Betty White feeding the crocodile like she's leading a, a cow to the lake. And they're like, what's the deal? And she's like, I've been feeding it for like six years and it got really big. And my husband accidentally got killed by it because a horse got out and went by the lake and the crocodile ate the thing. And they're like, well, this is this is fucked up. So they devise a plan where they they borrow one of the cows and they hang it from a helicopter and they try and lure the crocodile into land to try and shoot it with tranquilizer darts. And uh, it all goes wrong and they have the crocodile ends up attacking the helicopter. Um, a whole bunch of people falling off stuff and gunshots and crocodile snapping and stuff. And then it just gets stuck in the helicopter. <laughs> like it goes through the middle where the cargo is or whatever. It gets stuck. The tranquilizers work. They have a big gun and they're like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a it's a natural wonder. Don't do it. And they they like kind of are like, yeah, you're right. Let's protect it. And then a second <laughs> crocodile jumps out of the, the lake and they blow it up with the thing, which I just fucking love. Oh, I love that too. And awesome. uh, happily ever after, they yep. ship the crocodile off to Portland where it can live or something. And uh, and then um, Bridget Fonda and Bill Pullman presumably go and fuck. And yes. That's the, and that's the movie. Hour 20 flies by. It's fun. fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Check it. Like, honestly, good Sunday afternoon watch. Yeah, if you don't mind like a bit of uh, like a bit of gore. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not crazy, but it's it is present. There's a guy who gets his head bitten off by a crocodile. Yes. Yeah. And, oh, and like the movie starts with a guy getting bitten in half. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets pulled onto the boat and he just dies. It's yes. done. Yeah. No, no saving that guy. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> just, just kill me now. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, we do this on every episode, but I also feel like it's pretty straightforward. Who do you think the villains of this movie are? Well, I'm going to say the crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to say the crocodile. I'm also going to say, like, Hector to a certain degree. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because he's, like, he's kind of like the ham. He's kind of the one that's, like, you know, like, putting everybody in danger. He's kind right. of the one that he's, like, the rogue guy. True. Um, he's a guy who doesn't have any business being there for the most part. Yeah, like, I think he's kind of, like, he has, like, a, a more redeeming arc than, like, I would say maybe the crocodile. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I would say he's, like, a side, kind of like a lighter villain. And then, of course, um, <laughs> Miss Dolores Bickerman. <laughs> yes, B Betty, Betty White, White who Betty we will be referring to as Betty White for the rest of this. Yes. Um, because she tells a police officer to suck her, her cock. cock. And like, that's <laughs> Betty White, baby. How do you not? 
I don't know if she, I don't think she, I was going to say she doesn't disappear into this role. I was going to say she didn't need to disappear into this role. That's right. They were like, show up and start swearing, you beautiful woman. <laughs> and I think that's great. I think she yeah. nailed it. She's awesome in this movie. Yeah, we're, yeah. I'm, well, of course, I'm always Team Betty White. Yeah, we're poorer for having lost her. Oh my! I know. Oh, I used to have uh, my Wi-Fi password used to be uh, Betty White never dies. And then I got kicked out of it once and then I had to log in and it was after she died. And I was like, no, <laughs> I just yelled it in my own apartment. I was like, no, why did I do this? That's why you got booted off the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi yeah. knew. Yeah, I knew. It was, was like, like pour one out to... for Betty White. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Drop your signal for Betty White. Yes. Either way, uh, I'm, of course, uh, Team Crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, even the protagonists of this make a pretty good point for like it's just being a crocodile, man. Well, yeah, okay, and I think Betty White makes I think one of the most important points of the movie. She's like, nobody lives here on this lake, right? She's like, nobody lives on this lake. It's the crocodile's lake. Just let it moss, like let it hang out, let it chill. Yeah, yeah. why? Like I'm the only person here, and I know it's here. <laughs> yeah, and it's. And they even say, like, at various points, they go, like, look, it's a it's a keystone species here. Mm. Like, it defines the ecology of this lake. Like, it's, you know, it's it's the mega predator, but, you know, when it leaves scraps around, then it's, like, other things are eating that. And, mm. like, you know, like, the whole ecosystem of this lake and area has sort of been built up on, there's a giant fucking crocodile here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? This wouldn't have even started if they didn't start trying to tag things in the lake. Yeah. Which I would even argue, I'm like, even tagging a beaver, that's got to be dangerous. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Beavers are kind of vicious. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I mean, you they got the chompers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you want to fuck with a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that is represented as a Canadian animal is actually quite aggressive. <laughs> You are not wrong. Absolutely. I'm trying to think. Okay, let's go through the. I mean, the maple leaf on the penny, but we discontinued that. Uh, like, a, if you're if you're talking like a, a caribou, I wouldn't fuck with a caribou. Absolutely not, moose. No, uh, absolutely not. You see a moose, you're. Yeah, I'd fuck with the uh, the red robins that used to be on the two dollar bill. <laughs> no, I don't think I fuck with birds either. A robin? I'd I don't know. I could I could take a robin. I could take. <laughs> I could take a robin. I mean, I think that's what we would like. Polar bear, absolutely not. They upgraded oh when God. they went to the coin. Yeah, uh, when they went from robin to polar bear. No, that's if a you huge see upgrade. a polar bear, you're dead. Yeah, uh, oh, you're yeah, dead. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You're done. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I don't know why when you said that I pictured you like actually like punching a bird in that the would air. do it. That <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, that would do it. Uh, I wouldn't want to fuck with the blue nose either on our dime. Mm -hmm. It's a, sh it's that's a ship, but I'm pretty sure it would fuck <laughs> that's me up. A, it's a ship. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't want to get like one dollar coin. I wouldn't want to get between uh, a loon that his. Uh, oh no, terror. A loon and his babies. Oh, on you never if you because sometimes you can hook a loon on your uh, fishing line. Oh, terror. Terror! What are you supposed to do? I I, I actually am not sure because it's never it's never happened to me. Like I'm pretty sure it's happened to my dad. Right. Um. But like you have to obviously get it off. <laughs> like it's a yeah yeah fucking yeah loon. yeah. But they got pointy beaks and they got oh and they like got some sharp to them little and teeth and like yeah. they're no 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 yeah no. yeah yeah. The anyway. fact that they are strong enough to get all that weight out of the water, like they're not elegant about it, but mm -hmm. like 
they got some they got some power. Yes, absolutely. Majestic. Anyway, point for you <laughs> is it is the crocodile's lake. Yes. Just let it happen. Also, I think uh even the flip side of that, like when you look at like uh Hector, him being like, No, we shouldn't shoot it, let's save this beast, like I also could agree with that. It's like, yes, this this uh crocodile has like like uh, defied the laws of crocodiles. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's it's done shit that no other crocodile's done. It's like it's not supposed to be here. What's going on here? We should probably investigate this a bit. Yeah. And 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 I love that the movie doesn't investigate it at all. Where they go, it's not a really an invasive species. It seems to have come here on its own. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a human dropped it here and like, you know, it got flushed down the toilet or something. Yeah. They're like it comes we identified the species. It comes from Asia. So they're like, how did it end up in Maine? We don't know. Mm-hmm. And the movie has no interest in explaining that whatsoever, which I just love because that's not what I care about in this story. True. And, okay. And also to make a third argument, and I know I'd like, I'm going to actually be contradicting myself on every level on this, but even um, when you look at like uh, the guys that were supposed to come in at the end, because they're definitely also like a, a side villain, even though you don't really see them. There's right. like this entity coming in. They're going to kill this animal. Everybody's upset about it. They're like, no, we can't have that. This is like a majestic beast. We need to save it, right? We need to study it. The argument I would make for coming in and just sniping that thing is generally speaking, when you have a species that's not supposed to be somewhere, you should probably eradicate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Depending on what it is, like... You know what I mean? Like there's certain like sometimes we have that here where there's certain like species of like carp that aren't sp- and it's just decimating shit. Yes. And yeah. you're like, yeah, we got to it like it's not you supposed to be here. Knock <laughs> them out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They they've electrocuted um they've electrocuted a canal. I think it's in Illinois. Uh, oh shit. Between so it's between the Mississippi and the Great Lakes, mm-hmm. right? So like, you know, they made all these canals in like the 1900s or whatever to like for shipping and stuff. So it connects uh I think it's uh Lake Michigan to the Mississippi. Yeah, okay. And all the carp that you're talking the Asian carp have oh, yes. gotten okay, into the Mississippi you. and they've gone up the Mississippi mm-hmm. and they're like if these things hit the Great Lakes, it's game over. Like we can't let anything go. So this canal is electrocuted. They have a gr- they have a Jesus. grid on the bottom that's electrocuted, so that like if anything swims in it, it gets like zapped. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, wow. So, so you can still drive a boat through it, but they're like, do, like everyone has to be inside. Like you can't be out on the deck when like you're you putting this boat through, and like all the rest, and like it's on the whole time. And it's just like, yeah, it's it, it's the last line of defense, basically, between the Asian carp reaching the uh, Great Lakes. Whoa. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. That is so crazy. So, yeah, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> so in their defense, yeah. Yes. Okay, and even though I'm going to argue against that uh, <laughs> from from now on, I would say that I kind of get that. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's this weird thing where it's like, okay, that's an invasive species. Like, that is a species that was introduced by humans to an environment where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. They outcompete everything they have no natural predators they take off i'm not sure that counts for this crocodile because they say we think this crocodile somehow made it here by itself Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of like natural 
like territorial spread. You know what I mean? Okay, but okay, uh, and I would I, I agree with that. But I would also agree that um, whatever man is doing to the world. That allows a that, crocodile to migrate from Asia to Maine. Yes. <laughs> Would probably. That's still probably that's wrong. That's at least two oceans, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it's probably still some sort of, like, a human being pushed that domino. Yeah, we fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. way that's not us. <laughs> I say, uh, yeah. <laughs> I say this is the guy who defends the science on the show. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's natural for a crocodile to migrate from Asia to Maine. <laughs> it's across the Pacific Ocean, only the biggest ocean there is, uh, and across the mainland United States. <laughs> so funny. Oh my God, so insane. But like I, I um the the movie kind of starts with this uh with this sheriff saying this quote where he goes, uh, what an animal does in the wild is his own business unless he does it to man. And I'm like, boo. We're in their space. Yeah. We're in their space. Nobody yeah, was supposed to be home. there. Yeah, we're man. Give it up to the crocodiles. I love, oh my God, I love that this movie ends with Betty White feeding these crocs. Oh, yeah. Nibble on my toes. Nibble, nibble on my toes. Like she's like training them to eat people. <laughs> yes. It's so, she's so unhinged in the movie. And I also love that nothing ever happens to her. Yes. <laughs> As like you- she never gets arrested. So she, at one point, says she just straight up like, takes a skillet to her husband's dome. Yes, he was very second in his lucid moments. He asked me to end it all, so I hit him over the head with a skillet. And she says this in front of a police officer, like the sheriff of the town. Yes. Um, and they're like, well, fortunately, this isn't the weirdest thing happening right now, so we're just going to gloss over this plot point. And he doesn't, nothing comes of that. Barely like, reacts. He doesn't, yeah. Um, he just says we don't have record that he had died. Yes, that was it. Didn't have a record that he died. And then they find out that she's been uh, taking live cattle to the shoreline for this crocodile to eat. Yeah. Because she's like, well, it's like a, it's like my pet. <laughs> yep. Which, I mean, yes. Here's the thing. Uh, it is real easy to start feeding animals. It really <laughs> Let me just is. tell you. We, so uh, our place, I found out from a neighbor used to be a cat house um like our like apparently what happened is it got real run down okay got repossessed by the city uh because the guy who lived there used to like take care of all these cats and then somebody like renovated it sold it to the family that had it before we did and then we got it so that was only like seven years ago so all of these cats are still around our place and i was like why is there so many stray cats here and this lady who feeds them uh, is like, yeah, your place used to be a cat place. So these oh, are all the cats wow. that were like not, they never lived inside, but they mm. were like always hanging around there. And so they're like, this is just their home. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, don't you know it? I'm feeding all these cats now. <laughs> like I bought special bulls. Oh, Cause yeah. like it started with just like, oh, <laughs> look at that poor cold cat sitting out there on our deck. I'm going to give him a little bit of our cat's cat mm-hmm. food and put it in one of our bowls and put it outside. And then the cat looks at me through the window like he appreciates it. I'm like, well, there goes my heart. <laughs> You're such a soft. And Craig. Now, I love it. now we've progressed it. to like, I've bought special plastic bowls so we don't have to use the bowls that we eat out of to feed these cats. We've gotten 
special cat food for the outdoor cats so we don't have to feed them the expensive like diet weight control food that we're given mo and i'm just like so i'm just all this to say it becomes real it runs away from you quickly (laughs) (laughs) that's adorable i love that but in my defense these are not going to grow up to be 30 foot tigers True. <laughs> but if you lived in a place where nobody else lived, it wouldn't really matter. I'd probably end up feeding the crocodiles. Yeah, like I'd be I'd be feeding tigers. You know what I yeah. mean? If I was the only person there and yeah. I knew I was like, oh, yeah, they're not eating me. <laughs> <laughs> Until they do. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Although I think Betty Betty White doesn't seem to care. <laughs> no, she seems to have a life and she's She's just like, listen, like I I could just keep lying for this crocodile because I know you're gonna come in and kill it, and she is correct. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, she makes a good point there. If I had told you that they had eaten my husband, you just would have come and killed the crocodile, which is exactly what you're At doing. At one now. point she says the fucking fun I can't even remember what the exact quote is, but she's talking about she's like, Well, is it against the law to root for a crocodile <laughs> to yeah, chomp on some cops? Like <laughs> I got the exact quote. Okay, great, here, great, great, great. Because I was like, Well, this is the podcast in a nutshell. <laughs> Uh, which is just, uh, I'm rooting for the crocodile. I hope it swallows your friends whole. Is that a crime? <laughs> that, kill, I, I, oh. that kills me every time. I think that's so funny. That moment and the moment where Hector holds up the toe and goes, is this your friend? And he goes, I remember him being taller. <laughs> because <laughs> there's parts of this movie that are so wonderfully dry and yes. just like i'm like i'm not gonna say like not every part of this movie ages 100 percent well there's a couple of jokes where you go eh. but like generally speaking like i would say like 90 percent of the jokes i'm like this is funny and spot on and yes. sarcastic and dry and wonderful i and i think kelly is the funniest person in this she's got a line where this is right before they see Betty White feeding the crocodiles. Okay, and there's great, like yeah. a head rolls out of a bush Yes, somewhere. that's right. And she goes, that's it. That's it. I'm getting hit by heads. This is the second time I've been hit by a severed head and it upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, like, She's so spot on. It's perfect. Yeah. She falls out, like you were saying before, she falls out of everything. Yes. Like it's just running gag that she is nonstop falling out of shit. I also love like her reasoning. Like the, the reason she is even there is so nothing. It's perfect. It's like her... First of all, she's sleeping with her boss, which, ew. Sure. <laughs> all around. More her boss. Uh, definitely way more her boss than her, obviously. Um... But then her uh, co-worker and friend is like sleeping with him also. And so he dumps her and she's and sends her off to Maine to check out this tooth. Because it'd be awkward for her to be around for them. <laughs> for them, yes. Which is so, f- I'm like, this, of course, don't do any of this. <laughs> and then every character is like, why are you here? <laughs> every single person. Yeah. Every like, single person. Well, they said like, me identify the tooth. We've seen the tooth. Yes. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. Go home. And I love that she never leaves for no, it seems like for like barely, she's like, I just can't go back there. I'm like, there is no breakup I have ever had that if I got hit by a severed head, I wouldn't be going, you know what I mean? Like I'd be going home. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? (laughs) Couple, couple of rom-coms, a pint of ice cream. We can get past this. You know what I mean? A thumbful of whiskey. How 
is the breakup more traumatizing than the severed head? <laughs> yeah. How? And they just like she What's says at some point she's like I've never been in the middle of something exciting and it's happening now. Like they kind of brush it all away, but it's just like oh she has no reason to be here. It's like we just want this group of essentially four characters just to be here. Yes. And some of them are there for no reason. Some mm-hmm. of them are like kind of justified. But like like the sheriff and the fish like and and Bill Pax not Bill Pax and Bill Pullman yeah I always get that confused <laughs> Lo- love them both but yeah. very different energies um yeah no having them there makes sense I would also even argue Hector being there makes sense yeah just because he's like such a ham like he comes in so he's such a ham you know what I mean he's such a motherfucking ham yeah um he's all like he believes like crocodiles are like godlike and like they pass some sort of like basically like divine judgment which is yes hilarious they've been worshipped longer than um i think that as G- than jesus is what he says it's like yes. they've been like every uh every like primitive culture worshipped crocodiles before they worship something else absolutely which so I, don't like know, a, I don't think that's true but he's an enthusiast <laughs> he shows up in a helicopter which is essential because the helicopter is many major plot points of this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were like, we've spent our money on the cro- on the helicopter. And we're, we're going gonna to use it. it. We're, we're going to use, use it. it. Absolutely. There are several scenes with this helicopter. <laughs> him coming in, him uh, with this uh, the other officer that he's like. Yeah, Patton Oswalt's wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. True. Yeah, yeah. I did not put that together. Yes, absolutely. Um, so like they're having this whole like gross flirty thing together that has no finesse to it, but she seems into it. So true girl. Yeah. Uh, Get it. I guess. I mean, if you like it, go, I go. I mean, fucking a rich guy with a helicopter while you're out in the wilderness searching for a crocodile. That seems like an adventure for me. I mean, I, it wouldn't be a no for me. <laughs> And like it that, wouldn't be an automatic. No. That guy knows how to party, right? Like they, <laughs> there's a point where he's making a bunch of noise in the tent. And yeah, the, but I would say the there's like a fifty. There's like a fifty-fifty shot. He puts on like a crocodile mask when he fucks. <laughs> there's yeah. like a fifty. There's a fifty-fifty shot of that. That guy's he's certainly feeling out if you're gonna be down with it. You <laughs> yeah. know? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. I think he's got the sense around him that he's not pulling mm. that out on first go. No. You know what I mean? Not to king shame anybody. It's just like he's got a vibe. Yeah, but you gotta ease into it too, right? <laughs> yes, like you absolutely. don't you don't open on crocodile masks. <laughs> well, you know, it's a do new dating world out there, Craig. You don't you don't know. You don't know. This I'm is sh- I'm well, sh- this was in the nineties, I suppose. Yeah, I'm showing my age. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> where I'm like, back in my day, we waited to the second date before we brought out the sexy crocodile mask. <laughs> Anyway, point how being, you, how do you feel about leather? <laughs> <laughs> like a nice uh, alligator skin boots or something. Oh yeah. Oh my god, he has a full suit. <laughs> but it's just like kind of slapped together. And he like comes in on all fours. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he wearing a cowboy hat in this for me? I, like I'm picturing, I'm picturing like. The leather vest, like crocodile okay, yeah. leather, mm-hmm. the 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 western boots because yeah. that's what you can get in crocodile, right? Yes. Um, and then just like everything else, kind of put together, like it's not an actual crocodile outfit. It's what you would 
Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. if a kid wanted to dress up with a crocodile with like a vest and shoes and things like that. Oh my God. You know who this actor also, like this guy, when I see him, I'm like, you know who would have been absolutely spectacular in this role also is, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, from What We Do in the Shadows. Um, Jermaine Clement? No, no, no. From the uh, series. Matt Berry. Oh, Matt Berry. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. like, because that's a very, you know what I mean? Oh, Do you yes. see what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. Very in tone with some characters that he's done. I'm like that. I can see it. Yes, this guy definitely has that vibe to him. He, oh, not that the he does a tremendous job in this. Oliver Platt is having the best fucking the, time the doing best this time. movie. Yes. Him being like, I warn you, I'm a rich guy, so my parents dropped me off at karate, a lot of karate classes. I know how to fight. And Brandon Gleason just fucking decks him. And he's just like, You're supposed, supposed to say, say go. go. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to say go and We're supposed to like bow. <laughs> <laughs> Just one th- one piece of villainy here by uh, by him, by Hector, is if you're going to set traps around the camp, you need to tell people. Yeah, you gotta, Cause, cause you gotta warn the team. Absolutely. Yeah, there is a point where Brennan Gleason gets up in the middle of the night to take a piss. And side note here, they show the steam coming off the pee. And I was like, oh, so this movie knows exactly what it's doing. Like nobody's nobody's making a movie where you pay that much attention to whether the, the piss has steam. And then you're not aware that like it's silly that a crocodile attacks a helicopter. Yes, absolutely. You know what absolutely. I mean? Like, um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, this, I weirdly also made enough, note that, of that was, that yeah. was the point that I was like, oh, this movie knows what it's doing. Um, <laughs> It was the steam from the piss. Yeah. That really like, got you in. Like everything is intentional now. Yes. Oh, you know? no, I see like what you're saying. Yes, happening yes, yes. by accident. No, that's absolutely correct. Right? Um, Because someone was like, I mean, you know, in reality, when you take a piss in the middle of the night, it steams, right? Yeah. And they go, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> and then he finds Hector in the woods setting up like a snare trap or whatever. But like he could have very easily gotten up to take a piss in the middle of the night fallen in one of these traps not knowing that it was there absolutely he has to mark them yes there's human beings walking around there's one point where he literally gets uh snapped into a counterway trap yeah. right and every i don't know it, the older i get the more i'm like sweet jesus that would break me it looks <laughs> Woo! It looks so violent every time now. Like before, like when you're a kid, I don't know when I'm watching stuff like that when I'm younger, I was like, oh, that's like a fun gag or ha 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 or whatever. And now that I'm older, I'm like, my goddamn spine, man. Right? Like, I don't, there's no way you wake up the next morning fine from that. All there's the no weight way. moving off what? your legs and down your spine in a split no. instant. No. And you know what it is? Is because when you're a kid, you had your aunts, your uncles, your parents, you know, oh, whatever. Kind of, yeah. Who like, I did this with my nieces and nephews. Yeah. You pick them up by the legs yes. and you hold them upside down and they laugh and they laugh yes, and they laugh true. and it's the funnest thing in the ever and then you drop them down and they're like again 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 and yep. you've got to do that until you're wheezing from lifting these kids up so that's fun and now as an adult you're like there's no way i literally that would snap me in half yeah if i go out dancing for too long the next day i'm like my knees <laughs> oh i i went to a family reunion where i was just like standing for like two hours talking to people like for like a makeup Christmas thing in January. And I went home and the next day I was like, oh, I can't. Like, why is it hurt to bend over? (laughs) And then I was like, oh, because I stood on a hardwood floor for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so now my knees are fucked. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't squat down to do what I need to do because they're just not going to happen. So that would fuck you up super huge. Oh, absolutely. Chat. I can't. I would be out so fast in any of this. I also love. We haven't even mentioned one of the most tremendous scenes in this whole movie. Which is when the cro- the thirty foot croc comes out and snipes a bear. Oh, <laughs> that that's was great. going to attack. It. Yes, because that's the sorry. I'm, I skipped over that in the recap, but that's the first time that they actually see, see the crocodile. Yes, see the crocodile. And they know it's a crocodile. Fuck, man, that scene made me laugh so. It makes me laugh so hard every time because I'm like, this is this is like, to me, that's proper camp. Like that's proper. Like you have. A fucking bear getting eaten by a crocodile. Love to see in it. In front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a spectacle. It'd be like, you know what? You haven't seen it yet? We're all going to be 100% sure right now. <laughs> so it's going to eat a fucking bear. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I love that they don't fuck around with like the trying to prove it's a crocodile. They're just like, it is. It is. It <laughs> ate a bear. You just saw it eat a bear. Yes. And so wild for Hector to follow that up with, like, I'm going to take this lady that I'm maybe romantically involved with out alone in a helicopter and go swimming to pack, get my judgment. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty reckless. It's pretty reckless. And then- that- but she he does immediately regret it. He's like, oh, no, I've made an error. I've, I see in your eyes you're different. She doesn't know how to fly the helicopter is the other thing, right? It's one so thing if you dumb. jump in. So stupid. <laughs> like if we drove somewhere and I was like, you know what, Rebecca, I'm just going to hop in this lake with this, uh, this, this man-eating shark and I get eaten. And you're like, well, I know how to drive my way back <laughs> at the very least. Absolutely, you yes. Know? But a helicopter is a whole other thing. You're stuck there. Yes. I'm not gonna. Tr- I'm not even gonna try to fly a helicopter. No. Fuck no. <laughs> well, I might away from that crocodile. <laughs> I mean, I, I respect helicopters enough that I'm gonna take a lesson. I'm not saying I have no. I'm not saying I have no interest in uh, in flying a helicopter, but I'm not gonna. It's not one of those. Like, here's the thing. I don't know how to drive a semi truck. But if I need to get the fuck out of somewhere, mm-hmm. I'm giving it the old cottage college try. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep. Like probably going to grind some gears. It might fuck up the fender a little bit, but th- got to try because we need to get somebody to the hospital. Helicopter? No fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just a no go for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, probably ill-advised at best. Right. Like because it's not going to work out. No. No, not at all. But we got this amazing scene of a crocodile jumping out and taking a helicopter down <laughs> or trying to until it gets shot at several times. Yeah. I don't know. Every time I see it, I'm like, I, I think every time somebody mentions to Kelly, what are you doing here? I'm like, bitch, go <laughs> leave. Yeah. I have never been any. If I ever go anywhere, it it would take two people to say that to me. The first, even if I went to a party, say I went to a party and somebody said, yo, what are you doing here? Right. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe that's kind of weird. You know, whatever. If a second person said that to me, I think I'd just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know what's going on here, but I think I need to go. I'm not supposed to be here. 
They called it. They called it. Somebody's doing something. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should just like yeah. If you're at a party and they go, you should just go back to your hotel room, eh? Like, shit's gonna about to get weird at this yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. No, if I've seen a toe, if I've seen a snake come out of a regurgitated severed head. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. First. First canoe out of here. First decapitation, I'm out. I know that's maybe soft of me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's my trauma speaking. (laughs) I'm just picturing any instance where someone would be calling on you for your expertise in a situation where somebody might get decapitated. You know what I mean? (laughs) We're like, Rebecca, we need to identify which horror movie this is from. (laughs) I mean, that's the only one I can think no, of. No, I couldn't. I, I couldn't or even think like, of anything. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have no business being out in the woods trying to find crocodiles is what I'm saying. No, I don't think so. I no. mean, I could be out in the woods doing a lot of things. Not that. <laughs> I'm not croc savvy. No. <laughs> I don't think I'm croc savvy at fucking all. Absolutely not. Um, another one I love, and I guess it's a, it's a very subtle joke, but Brennan Gleeson is, of course, Irish. Right. Yeah. And I think there's all these moments. There's a few jokes, a few th- times where they call out, like, I'm just trying to figure out where you're from. Like, uh, they're like, yeah, okay. Like, why, like, what are you, why is an Irish man the sheriff <laughs> in Maine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what's your, st- like, what's your story? What's your history? And then once again, the movie refuses to answer it. Yes. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're just a guy because you're the best actor that we could get for this. Yes. Love it. I'm not. And by the way, if you if you're Irish, I'm not saying you can't be the sheriff in Maine. But what's that pipeline? No, it's weird. It's like um, it's like the guy from uh, I can't even remember his name right now. Um, from Bridesmaids, where you're like, why, (laughs) why are you a cop here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And have this act. This is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like this is a strange choice, but I'll support it because you need to have this accent because it makes it more charming. Yeah, I Chris love doubt. Is what you're thinking of? Yes, exactly. Okay, yes, thank you. I'm absolutely terrible. I I should not have. A mo- I don't know why I have a. <laughs> I'm on a movie podcast and I <laughs> do not know anybody's name ever because we make the rules. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we do make our own, and rules. we don't have to remember names. Is one that we came up with pretty early on. That's so. That's very valid. I love. Um, I love the dynamic between Hector and uh, the sheriff. I love it. They're at each other at all times, and then at the end, he's like, "Hector, no!" <laughs> like <laughs> they become. I guess close in a sense in their disdain for each other. Yeah. Although what I, I there's one part where he's like, um, I think nobody. I, I I'm gonna bodge it a bit, but he I, and like I don't think anybody uh, that loves you would be willing to tell you this, but you're fat, and I'm like, that's mean. It is mean, and also you're the same size. It looks. Like. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, this. Some of these are the weirdest burns I've ever heard. Oh, it's so misplaced. But they did do a really good job of making Hector just like, even though I am kind of loosely defending him here, like he's, he is just a rich fuck. Yeah. He's a perfect rich fuck. Yep. They've written him really well. He doesn't care. He does whatever he wants. He pays officers $500 to like dig a trench, like a trap, which I mean, I'd, I I would do that. (laughs) 
If I'm out in the middle of the woods doing nothing and somebody's like, I'll pay you $500 to dig a hole. True. Yeah. I'm what already else am I going to do with my time off? Throw your money around, buddy. Uh, I don't give a, a fuck. Hole is hard work. It really is. <laughs> you don't think so at first. And then the couple shovelfuls in, you're like, oh, right. Yeah. I, although I haven't, I haven't dug a lot of holes, I would say. Oh, yeah? W- what have you been digging holes for, Craig? I'm trying to think. Don't take too long to answer no, this question. I'm trying to think actually <laughs> the last time I did dig a hole. Uh, I think like gardening or some sort of something like that. Um, do you know there are people who just recreationally dig? That's like a whole um, thing. What the fuck did you just say to me? Yeah, recreational digging is the thing. What do you mean? So there's, Why? there's a collection what? and it's, it, this will come as no surprise to you, mostly men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, you're right. We dig hole. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, it's this meditative thing where they're just like, I'm just doing something with my body and like you accomplish a thing, right? Like it's, this happened in Toronto actually uh, a while ago where there was like suddenly this big news story where they're like, they found a bunker up by York University, like just in the woods somewhere. And they were like, like the police had been called and mm-hmm. like fire. And like I think like Canadian like the the CSIS like our spy agency was like involved too, and they're like what the fuck is going on? Because there's just like this like subterranean room that was discovered, mm-hmm. and then some guy just came forward and was like, "I'm sorry, we were just doing this for fun. We just like digging holes, and we made like a little man cave in the woods to like hang out." At. And it was fine. And they were like, yeah, their story checks out. Like it was just like beer and, you know, whatever was in there. Hey, and like, I get it. Sometimes you want a project. Sometimes it's electrifying canals. But find a project. (laughs) We're digging holes. What do you mean? I actively can't. I I know. I get it. No. I don't get this. It's measurable. It's measurable success. You start one way. At the end of the day, you can look at it and you can be like, look at how deep, much deeper this hole is. It's physical work, which is like, you and I both know that feels good. Like you you sew and... I do. Yeah, but I make something and then I look at it and I go, hey. And you don't think a hole's a something? I mean, that's kind of existential and weird. Like, is a hole (laughs) hole something? (laughs) There's nothing in it. (laughs) There was something there. What are you talking about? (laughs) Digging holes. This episode has gone off the rails. No, I'm so sorry. I. Do you ever hear something you're like, I don't know if I'm better for knowing that. <laughs> like this information upsets me deeply that there's just groups of people digging holes. It, out there. It, it ain't hurting anybody. No, that's true. Okay. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. That is not, <laughs> it is not hurting anybody. You're moving Although, some dirt around. If yeah. I saw a bunch of men digging holes, I'd be like, what are you practicing for? <laughs> like, What is this? Yeah, I <laughs> agree. There is <laughs> obviously like a cynical, Seems like, weird. I, I don't know. It seems like we, there. we dig trenches, we dig graves, we dig bunkers, yeah, we dig man. you know things underground are not usually uh, just like on the up and up. Make a garden, <laughs> like I don't know, like <laughs> plant a carrot. What do you mean? <laughs> the carrot's not deep enough, Rebecca. We can go deeper. We can go deeper. I'm actually this stress. Oh my god, this is now gonna be like ha- something I like ask people on a date now. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you dig holes in your free time? <laughs> 
works if you do. I don't know. <laughs> you always check the fingernails. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you know. Oh, God. Um, all right. All right. <laughs> the uh, I, <laughs> So speaking of uh, uh, giving in to pri- your primordial urges to dig a hole, or if you're a crocodile who wants to bite people's heads off, okay. you just do it. Yes. That's right. You see how I brought that around? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you, that, you sealed it. This was an intentional point I was absolutely. Trying to make. The uh, honestly, one of the last points I want to make is just uh, that this they estimate that it's like 150 years old. Yeah, that's its lake done. Okay. Done. Betty Webb makes great. She's like, I'm the only person that lives on this lake. If you weren't fucking with it, everybody would be fine. Yeah. Just leave the lake alone. Fence it off. Fence it off. Just don't let people in here. Whatever. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Roll creds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And oh, that's it. That's that's, it. that's all I got. <laughs> the other thing I, I want to mention before we cap this off, because I'd be remiss if I don't, there is a great joke in here where they go, why? Look at this water. It's so calm. And they go, yeah, they wanted to call it Lake Placid, but that name was already taken. They say that in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the lake... That the crocodile is in is not the Lake Placid. It is like Mud Lake or something. I forgot about that. (laughs) And they called the movie Lake Placid. I I just assumed that this movie was about that a crocodile got into Lake Placid in New York. Nope. (laughs) We're going to name the movie after the lake that it's not. I respect that yes. so much. Yeah. That is right up there with the piss-making steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the piss is going to make steam. Mm. It's not going to be Lake Placid, but we're going to yeah. call it that anyway, and it's going to be an hour 20. Done. It's perfect. It's perfect. I love it. It's a fun movie to watch. Um, I think it is time for our rankings of the villain. Um, this week, I've got a uh, <laughs> animals fucking with vehicle scale. Ooh. Um, and I'm ranking the crocodile. <laughs> so from a uh, rhino turning over a car to an elephant destroying a funeral, <laughs> I am going to give uh, I'm going to give the crocodile a giraffe taking out a drone. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> what is this doing here? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> is, your, is your scale claiming that a giraffe owns the sky because it's yes. so tall? I love it. I d- no yeah, notes. get out of my space. No notes. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> this is giraffe territory. This is giraffe here. territory. This is Skyland. <laughs> 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 oh, I gotta take a breath there. That tickled <laughs> me in a way. I love. Uh, so I did a. Uh, I, I also ranked the crocodile. So on a scale of see you later to in a while. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. I love it. I'm gonna give the crocodile a bye. <laughs> Simple, concise, to the point. This crocodile is just doing what crocodiles do. This crocs crocodile. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not doing anything extra. It's not adding anything extra onto this. It's just being a crocodile. So I love it. Perfect. Yep. (laughs) And guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, If you want to follow us, we are on Twitter at VWR Podcast. We are on Facebook at The Villain Was Right. We also now have uh, TikTok. We got TikTok. We're joining (laughs) that, guys. So check us out on TikTok. 
uh, at the villain was right. And if you want to reach out to us and uh, maybe offer a suggestion for what movies you want to see, or uh, just just share a story, maybe maybe you you're a recreational digger and you want to let us know it's not that bad. Uh, drop us a line at villainwasright at gmail.com and uh, we do read those we will get back to you eventually and uh, <laughs> guys if you have a couple bucks to support the show as always we are on patreon patreon.com slash the villain was right if you want to grab new episodes we've got e- extra bonus episodes where uh, Craig picks one I pick one uh, this one uh, I'm, I'm cover I want the heat we're covering the heat Sandra Bullock Melissa <laughs> McCarthy yes uh, match made in heaven we're covering the heat uh, there's also ad-free tiers. There is an audience choice tier. Um, also, just like guys, always as always, this was a this was a suggestion. <laughs> Send in your suggestions. I mean, this was a suggestion I was a hundred percent on board with, right? A fucking way, because uh, I love this movie so much. But yes, uh, so continue to do that. And thank you so much for listening and your continued support. It is now time for our heroes and villains of the week. I have a hero. I have a hero. I actually, this story I would say contains many heroes. Um, mm. It is about me losing something again. <laughs> it's been like two weeks. Since I the last literally one. cannot. <laughs> I can't. I somebody. I can't even. I'm sorry. I somebody tweeted at me. Was like, oh, like Rebecca got a wallet. How long until she loses that? And I was like, touche, touche. <laughs> Absolutely, I support this messaging. Um, you're spot on, friend. Anyway, so. I go out. Um, I go out a couple of days ago. I go out uh, to a club. It's me and um, my one of my very best friends, Kate Davis. She was on our Reality Bites episode, and um, it's myself, Kate, and a couple of Kate's friends who I'm also like friends with. Uh, we're going to this like '90s dance party night, whatever, right? So we're ripping it up. I'm having a great time, and I realize that I have somehow lost my cell phone. I don't have it on me, and I am distraught because this was the one time I actually had bought myself like a proper new like you can't get a better one than this right now cell phone yeah because normally to be honest with you I buy $300 cell phones straight from China (laughs) okay that is this is how I operate Rebecca had texted me previously being like my phone doesn't accept pictures Yes, this is very true. This is very true. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, this is what I get for buying something. Not Like, I shouldn't do this. I'm too reckless. I'm too all over the place. What the fuck, right? So I look everywhere for it. I can't find it anywhere. I'm like, maybe I left it in the bath. I don't know, right? I've had a couple of, you know, adult sodas, so I'm not exactly at my best, okay? Um but whatever, a couple hours goes by. I'm still, like, I'm at the point where, like, I've even, like, went to coat check, checked my coat pockets. Like, I have just entered the area of acceptance. I'm like, I've lost this phone. This is a lesson learned, and we need to grow from this. And I'm just like, and I'm still dancing. And I'm yeah, like, <laughs> why ruin the night? <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't want to ruin everybody's night because I'm, like, a fucking idiot, right? Whatever. What's done is done. There's nothing I can do right now. Um, everybody's like, we'll stay till the end. We'll like ask all the bartenders. We'll see. Right. But in my head, I was like, there's no fucking, there's 0% chance I'm getting this phone back. It's an expensive phone. There's 0% chance I'm getting this phone back. Right. And, uh, my friend, so Kate has been like calling it on and off. I was calling it with Kate's phone, whatever. Right. And it's like, it's like last call. This woman comes up to Kate and goes, oh my God, are you so-and-so's mother? And she goes, yeah. And she's like, I used to hang out with your daughter all the time. 
I've stayed at your house. I know all your kids. Do you know whose phone this is? Your name keeps coming up. What? Woo! <laughs> fucking a motherfucking miracle. That was a motherfucking miracle. I was like, there is no chance of this ever happening. There's no. no chance of this ever happening. I was like, I couldn't believe it. She was like, yeah, like I used to be like on cheer squad with like your daughter. I used to like sleep at your house. I remember you, like you were so nice to me. Like my friend found this phone and I recognized your name on it. And I just start screaming and then I'm just hugging. I'm literally crying. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, thank you so much. I can't believe this. And like, she's like, oh my God, no problem. Like no big deal, whatever, wow. all this shit. And I was like, that isn't that some shit. Kate Davis that evening had cashed in some sort of karma chip <laughs> so yeah. I could get back my phone. Holy shit. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Because, like, I, the fact that it was found by somebody who, like, wanted to give it back means you would have gotten it eventually, probably. Probably, yes, because like, they were both very nice people. Like, everybody was very nice that I talked that to. the fact that they knew... They recognized the name and they were in the same spot. Unreal. It was absolutely, I was, also I was kind of like, I was like, you know, three drinks deep. So I was just screaming at Ken. I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, how that, is this possible? That's amazing. But that's just who Kate is, man. Like this shit comes around, it's so crazy. Like I lived at Kate's house for like a month and people would literally like roll up and be like, hey, hey, Kate, do you mind if we use your printer? Like, like people just come by our house and like she just knows everybody. Yeah. And she's just like this like, Almost like, you know, these people that are almost like community mothers, just like yeah. everybody knows they're in a safe space. Come over to my house. We'll help you out. Whatever. It's just like one of these people. And I was like, what are, what are the chances? That's Absolutely. amazing. Tremendous. That's tremendous. So lucky. I've never felt, I, I was floating for the rest of the night. I, I've never That's felt a, so lucky in my entire life. What a great hero. Woo! Like we've had some great villains on yeah. this, but that is a that's a great hero. That's a nine out of ten. ten that's a great out of ten hero. Both of those women is. that found my phone, gave it back to me. Oh, Kate wow. Davis, everyone involved, ten out of ten, tremendous, amazing, love <laughs> it. Uh, so I actually uh, ten on a downer. I've got a villain this week, uh, and it is me. I am oh, the villain. No. I am the villain. Um, so uh, here's what happened. So I'm I'm back doing the science in school. So I'm doing the science workshops. I go to I visit different schools. We're back to in class. Thankfully, after the pandemic. Um, so I had one of these workshops in the afternoon. And, you know, I show up at the office. He's got to sign in and all the rest, all, all that procedure. And as I'm kind of like fiddling around with all my boxes and stuff at the office, um, it's like lunchtime right now. So all the kids are out in the schoolyard and a couple of them like come in to the front office. And there's this little girl, like maybe six or seven, like young for an elementary school, like kindergarten or grade one, as I, I would say, right? And as I'm like moving these boxes around, she comes up to me and she says, excuse me, is there is there a dog named Annabelle? And I was just like, what? <laughs> and I had just seen my niece, uh, my nieces over the, the holidays yeah. around the same age. Mm -hmm. And like, I was gearing up for like, oh, this is a kid's joke. Right? Like, right. this is. Yes, you're setting me up. Okay. You're setting me up. Like, what's going on? My mind's like, whatever. Cause, like, my niece uh, over the holidays had discovered knock knock jokes. And she was like, you know, knock knock, who's there? Um, a tomato running naked down the street. Like, <laughs> and she would just laugh and laugh and no, laugh that's, and laugh. No, that's a great joke, actually. Yeah. That's pretty but good. But I'm just like, so I'm in that headspace where I'm like, this is gonna be a nonsensical kid joke. Yeah. And she says, is there a dog named Annabelle? And I, so I just go, well, yeah, I, I think so. I think someone's probably named a dog Annabelle before. Mm -hmm. And she goes, no, a doll. And I go, oh, 
well, yeah, I mean, someone's probably named a doll that too, right? Yeah. And she's like, oh, and she leaves. I'm like, okay. So I finished, you know, moving my boxes around and stuff, get them on the cart, and I start wheeling it down the hallway to go to this classroom. And I see this girl again. And she is talking to one of her friends, uh, a little bit older, Mm -hmm. and she is weeping in terror. And I was just like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And she's saying, he said she was real. And that's when I realized she wasn't asking, has anybody ever named a doll Annabelle? She was asking, is the murderous doll from the horror movie Annabelle real? And I said, yes. <laughs> I was no. like, sure, that's, that probably exists. The thing that the mean older kids told you about as a respected adult, definitely true. She's definitely coming to get you, small child. Stop. <laughs> no. So I ruined that girl's day. I probably gave her nightmares. Did you go correct? I Well, like, I was past her by the time like oh it you just let it mirror you were like, and I was just like <laughs> well cause I was like that's weird I just talked to that girl it's so weird that she's and then like yeah. I'm like oh no yeah. oh. that's so funny oh my god yeah good luck with your nightmares tonight <laughs> child uh yeah <laughs> so I'm the villain of that story for sure. Holy shit. Yeah, that's funny. Oh my God. Uh, guys, uh, <laughs> well, that's it for us, team. Um, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. And you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, CraigFay.com for show dates. I will actually be in uh, Ottawa, Ontario, hey. uh, headlining and emceeing in February. So check that out. Great. And uh, next week, <laughs> we're covering kissing booth guys i have i don't know if i've ever been this excited to talk about a movie in my entire life so unhinged so excited uh and this is the villain was right asking you what are you still doing here <laughs> the villain was right is produced by andrew ivamy as part of the from superheroes network For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.